0: Welcome to Grace Church Podcast. This is Adam. We hope that you are blessed by today's podcast, and we pray that you are changed by today's message. Thanks for tuning in. Today's conversation started very organically, so join us midstream.
1: And um, so as I was, you know, everybody on this call, there were probably 15 other pastors that are all shutting down church, every one of them. Nobody's having church anymore, which uh, is really hard to hear, one. But two, I have this other piece of me. A lot of the other churches are the sort of the bigger churches, which really focus on the worship team and on the sermon, uh, as centerpieces to their worship. And so to move online is challenging but doable. And I have this real sense of sacred, sacramental, Belief that being together in one space, literally physically together, is a big deal. It's, it's, it's important. It's essential. It's essential. And so when I hear the president or anybody talking about essential meetings, only going to those, I think to myself, well, church is that. And yet here I am being the pastor at Grace and having canceled our essential meeting. And they were asking everybody in the video call to share where they were at. And I had to share where I was at. And I found myself getting really emotional um about having to give that up. And the angst I feel over it, the agony I feel over it, the second guessing I feel on my on myself on um, whether or not it's the right decision. Um, which is why I want to do all these podcasts. These podcasts are super important to me because I want people to be able to interact with not only the content that we're hopefully providing, but also um with me in some degree, and also with the people that we're interviewing. And um, maybe we'll reach out to each other and use this content in a way that really builds the kingdom and encourages them spiritually and keeps them connected to Jesus. Because, man, I feel this tension that we are losing something very real right now.
0: Well, I think that it's important to to cancel these kind of things and follow the CDC's guidelines. But they are essential meetings, and I think this is an important... Um, thing that we're doing to give people the resources to be able to experiment uh, sacramental worship on their own right. and to um, to call in those those people you know <laughs> groups of ten or less and, and maybe um, uh, experience and, and take some of the resources that, that we're giving them to um, to create their own it's insurance. the best we can do yeah it's the so best we it's, that's what it is it's the best right,
1: it's the best we can do and yet I just feel stuck and I um, I mean, actually, before we go much further, and maybe we include this bit in the podcast, it's we should right we now. should uh, <laughs> introduce who you are. I'm, of course, Father Jonathan, and you are? Um, I'm Adam Pryor. I'm the worship coordinator here at Grace Episcopal Church. Right. And so in this podcast, we want to give some tools uh, to everybody about how to do some of the things that we do in corporate worship, how to do those things in a personal, private space, because that's what we're moving to. Um, I get, just to kind of finish up that first discussion. I I get that this is what we have to do. Um, I also find myself thinking about what they did in the Middle Ages and how, um, you know, they didn't cancel church and they just gave the plague to everybody. And (laughs) and I think I don't want to do that. Um, But I also get how important it is right now in this moment to be together. And uh, I feel the, the pain of not being together. I feel very, very deeply inside of me, and I don't know what to do with that, except continue Especially to when, tools. Especially when the body is
0: the church. Right. You know? and right. um, But so how... It's living. Like, I guess the question we're asking ourselves today is how can we still be the church yep. away from
1: the building? Yep. Um, and no matter what answer we come up with in this podcast, the, <laughs> we'll answer, in the, the answer is diminished. Yeah. It's a diminished answer because it's not by design who we were made to be. Right. We were made to worship and be together. And, um, I don't want anybody to get sick or to, heaven forbid, you know, even die because of attending a worship service at Grace and yet I feel this tug of no, this is all wrong. We should be together particularly now, particularly because we're afraid and that a podcast is, a, is it even a substitute? Is I say a weak substitute. No, it's not even that. It's, just a teaching but it's what we can do so we're going to press on yeah so let's do that let's talk a little bit about first overall what worship is Um, because worship often oftentimes is um, a word that gets misconstrued into other things that it's not first of all worship means worth ship that is the thing that you are singing about or putting your attention on has worth and so for the Christian what we're saying is that which has worth is the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit. Uh, I just want to write one for you. Um, and there is a lot of scripture about who we are to put our attention on, who, who is worthy of our worship, which even there, that's a good worship song, isn't it? Uh, that's one of my favorites right now. So this idea of who is worthy of our worship, clearly um, Moses, had to encounter that when he interacted with God um, on Mount uh, Horeb, when God said, take off your shoes, and Moses said, who are you? (laughs) And he said, I am who I am. That was a worship moment where Moses encountered God in a powerful way. But we see lots of other examples. And oftentimes, it comes to us expressing it through song, right? that's where you come in
0: and that's that's been my experience in my life but I, I think Tell me more about that so uh, I kept thinking about tithing and what tithing was to right. us so we get so wrapped up in the treasure of tithing and um, in, in giving to the church in that way yeah um, but tithing is time talent and treasure well, that's one way yeah it's yeah a, it's, like, it's a small right way yeah to look at so it. Yeah. Um, in my experience, I've always given... Before I was working in a church, I was singing in a church. And nice. that was my time and my talent and before I was making money. You sure, know, sure. I started singing in church when I was like 12. And um, I, I used that outlet to um, not only... Um, Strengthen my musical skills, but strengthen my relationship with God mm. um, and to grow as a family because my dad was doing it, too um,
1: Well, wait wait, so pause right there. I, I just want to hear more about this. How did your singing strengthen your relationship with God? Because some folks say well, I can't sing and so they would say it diminishes the relationship with God. How did it strengthen yours?
0: Um, you know the Bible says to make a joyful noise not necessarily a pleasant sound um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, Because I was raised in a musical family um, I was able to produce a pleasant sound but it was never about that. Good. Um, When I'm here at at Grace we have um, a lot of different talents but um, it's all about giving to God what we can Mm. and it's not necessarily oh I can't do this because I'm not a good singer. I don't think God cares about that. I think God cares about the time and the talent that you're putting in um, and He wants our attention.
1: Absolutely. He definitely wants our attention.
0: Um, And at a certain point, it's not about how great of a sound it is. Rather, is it a joyful noise? And that's always been my. Now, of course, as a musician and a music teacher, it's it's got to sound good, yeah, you know. I, um, sure. I want it to. I'm just not sure that that God cares about that.
1: I don't see that in Scripture. He cares for uh, about authenticity for sure. He cares that we are giving him our full attention. He cares that we are uh, genuinely investing our full self. Right. He doesn't want partial selves. I think it comes back to motivation as well. Amen. Um, Say more about that.
0: Um, are you doing it for your glory? Or are you okay. doing it for God's glory? Are you doing it to um, to give God all that you can in the time that you can? Or are you doing it to enhance your
1: own ego? So why do people sing in church? Um,
0: I think people sing in church because it, it feels good, but also... Um, going back to that community building. Mm. Um, when we're all together and creating, we're all singing the same thing, we're all doing the same things, it all builds up into a greater sound. Um, I'm not sure who says it. I think a lot of people say that St. Augustine said it. I'm not really positive on okay. that, but when we sing, we pray twice. Right. And I think when we get 100 people or more in a church and we're all singing the same yeah. thing, not only is the sound elevated, um, but I think our praise and our worship is elevated. Mm. Um, And if you're one of those people that sits in the back of the church and kind of mumbles and and you're not the person up front who is is (laughs) screaming, you know, um, I still think that your sound matters Mm. in that community.
1: Um, One of my favorite times uh, in grace is when the church is full and um, we're singing and I can't hear my voice. mm -hmm. Um, Yet I know I'm audibly making a noise, but I can't hear it because of the voices around me that mine is just one of many voices. I love that, and it's a very... I um, think it's comfortable. It's a rich moment. It, it, sure, it's comfortable, yes, because I don't have to be self-conscious about right. myself anymore, but more than that, I love the voices around me, and I never have once thought, boy, that person has a beautiful voice, or boy, that person can't sing sing at all. I I'm more, I'm more just think, oh look, I'm one of this whole group right here, right. directing my mind, my voice, my heart and soul towards um, the, the object that I was created to please and that was, and that's God and I love that moment. Um, so how do we do that when yours is the only voice that you can hear? Now that we're on this social distancing um, requirement and uh, church has been canceled and we are not allowed to meet in groups of uh, 10 or less, how do we find worship when you are definitely going to hear yourself sing if you sing out loud
0: I think as a musician it's it is easier for me as a as opposed to someone who's a non-musician um I'm very used to picking up my guitar and chilling in my right, bedroom and, right um, or if I'm doing Compline at the end of the night it's not abnormal for me to pick up my guitar and sing a song uh, so Compline is a um a nighttime uh, service in mm-hmm. our book of common prayer um, it is a, a a part of the daily office to to end the day um, so, personally, I do it right before bed. Um, what do you do? So I, I go through the um, I think it starts on like page one twenty seven. Okay. Um, yeah. I only remember that because of uh, I was part of happening and I was rector of happening one twenty seven. So I okay. I so page one twenty seven. That's and right. what happens. Um, it's a prayer. It 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 leads you through different kinds of prayers, and depending on the day, you can pick a an. Uh, an a different one they've got prayers for mondays tuesdays wednesdays and you Fridays. Sing them? and um no there are places in there where you can interject a hymn um, um so for me personally that's a, a worship song probably right. some contemporary thing but um, um typically if you do it as a group there's a, a leader and then or an officiant and then there's the the people if you're doing it on your own um you just kind of go through it. the motions you okay. know um
1: so why is that rich for you
0: um, it's rich for me because of the happening experience and uh, because of uh, camp. We ended up doing it a lot uh, at camp. Um,
1: but it's so rich that you do it every night.
0: I only started doing it through Lent.
1: Okay, so what, what have you gotten out of it um, besides the nostalgia?
0: I think that be- it, it's just the time spent. It's the effort made. It's the, the time right before bed where I can be still okay. and I can be focused on God. Um, and
1: I could be... Do you feel weird singing to yourself? Or singing not to yourself, but by yourself?
0: Again, as a musician, no. No. Because that's my life, you know? Um,
1: I can see how it would be. It could be. But here's what I think, Adam. I think a bunch of people sing in the shower. Oh, for sure. I mean, I love singing in the shower.
0: I don't, actually. But I... (laughs) I just like it. But I think a lot of people do. Yeah.
1: And so I think a bunch of non-singers are more than happy to let loose in the shower. And yet, suddenly, outside of the confines of uh, that's the sacred space that is the bathroom, uh, they get a little nervous. They get a little scared. Mm-hmm. So, how do we bring the voice outside of the toilet room? <laughs> um,
0: I guess it's you know, it's not a performance. God's mm-hmm. not asking for that's a performance. It. That's it. He's it. He's asking for you to to give it to Him. You know, you're not you're not singing for anybody around you. You're singing for Him
1: who is around you, you know? I sing in the bathroom because it's fun. So is it fun to sing outside the bathroom? Yeah, I think yeah. it is. In my
0: personal experience, um, I'm always up earlier than my, my roommates, so okay. I don't sing in the shower. Um, but I gladly sing in the car. And that's again... Yeah, yeah, good, good,
1: good, good, good. Bathroom, car. Yeah. Like we have these routines where we will sing in private spaces and yet this idea of like having a personal worship time seems foreign to us and yet uh, should we be listening to uh, your favorite you know John Denver song uh, in the car you're happy to hit the rock Rocky Mountain High high notes though you can't hit them
0: and I don't think that there's any reason why you can't use help like I don't think you can't turn on a radio or, or something and sing along with a worship Good. song I like that um, I think it comes back to motivation, you know? Are you
1: are you worshiping or are you singing along, you know? Are you... Sometimes I start singing along and then I find myself worshiping. There you go. Sometimes it's a primer. It primes the pump and suddenly I, I start as just humming a tune and then suddenly I'm like, oh wait, I'm really thinking about God here. Yeah. I'm really interacting with him and he's interacting with me. So it, it goes in a way that I don't expect it to sometimes. I assume that happens for you or is that just me? Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of my
0: life is spent listening to new music um, and and trying to think about how I can use it in a church service and a worship service. Um, And through that comes this, uh, I mean, just thinking about it, um, this, (laughs) we could edit this out, but this this cognitive um, awareness that I am doing this for God. Amen.
1: So... What? How long does it usually take you to get into that space in your head, in your heart, in your soul where you know that you are actually interacting with God? I mean, as soon as you start singing?
0: No, I think it comes with peace. Um, As far as um, feeling present with God, for me. So how long? mm, That's difficult to put a timer on it. I think that it... It really is organic, and it should be. I think that— If it's relational, it should be. Yeah, I don't think that you should be like, all right, for the next five minutes,
1: I'm going to give it to God, and then I'm going to go to Duncan. And he better show up. That's right. Because if he doesn't show up, I gave him five full minutes. (laughs) That's how we think about it
0: sometimes. Yeah, or like we we put worship in this hour, hour and a half on Sundays, and then for the rest of the week, you're like, oh, I did my piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, check Um, the box. Yeah, and I don't think that that's what God's asking for. I know that that's not that's what God is asking So what for. is he asking for? Um, as you said, it's relational.
1: He wants to meet us. Yeah. He wants to hear us.
0: And and then when we create that relationship, it gets personal. Mm. God will start asking things of you, but not, not because he needs to, because he wants
1: to. Do you, you think know? that we don't sing sometimes because we're afraid of the personal? Not afraid even of just hearing ourselves vocalize, but we're afraid of what it means to get personal like that. I mean, here I'm thinking about, like, love songs yeah. and how love songs can make you feel something, um, and you get emotional about that, and sometimes worship songs songs about God can do the same thing, and I wonder if we're afraid of that.
0: Hmm. I think a good, healthy fear of God is is in us all.
1: Um, I hear that, but I'm, what I'm saying here is I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if we're afraid to literally vocalize our worship of god because it will make us emotional and we don't want to be emotional we want to avoid that emotion because it seems weird it seems uh uncomfortable and so i don't want to be uncomfortable so i won't do it i think it's uh i think it's a great point but that goes back to
0: you can't put a timer on it because you have to get comfortable in it okay. you have to you have to give him the time to to ease in um, okay. for yourself yeah for yourself God is always going to be there ready for you, but if, if you're one of these people that struggles with that, then maybe spend more time.
1: Okay, so here's an interesting question then for me. How long do you think it would take? So with Compline, it's like a pretty, it's a regimented it's little. 20-ish it's, minutes. It's short, yeah. Yeah. but like how long do you think your singing slash uh, worship, personal worship, gets to a place where you are actually interacting with God himself?
0: I think it depends on where you're at that day or where you're at with. um, I think we're in a really interesting situation right now because we have less distractions in our lives. Yes. Um, And I think the distractions really get in the way of our time um, with God. And so once we've taken our distractions away, theoretically, it is easier to just focus on him. Mm. Um, So maybe being aware of, what you're struggling with that day or that week or right. that month or um, how you can leave it at the door and just be in that moment. Okay. And I think that that will lend itself to being more intimate with God.
1: So we're often creatures of habit. We like to do the same things because they make us feel comfortable. And, mm-hmm. and I don't mean here just ritual, but I mean just routine is really helpful. Sunday morning, this Sunday coming Sunday morning, we will not be in church together. Yeah. Um, so that habit for me, that routine that I love very, very much, and the people that I love very, very much, I won't be with. So how can what can you give me and those listening to this podcast right now that will help them on Sunday morning that they can do in the privacy of their own home or perhaps in the park or maybe even in the shower uh, that would cause them to uh, meet Jesus?
0: I would say do something that gives you joy and do something that gives you peace. That.
1: Gives Mus- God musically, you
0: mean? Okay. Not even necessarily musically. If we were to, to do it musically, um, find some. I mean, there's plenty of podcasts. We're, we're about to release um, different tracks on our website um, every few days of uh, five to ten tracks um, that. I've selected that are meaningful worship songs to me um, that kind of speak to our situation. Um, Praise you in this storm comes to mind. Yeah. Um, we're, we're going through something that is unprecedented. And even though um, we don't know what's going on, God is still with us. And I think that it's important not to get away from that. Um, we have so many different resources for music. Um, and again, if, if you're making a joyful noise, and you are doing it for his glory, I think that's what matters. Um, so go sing in the shower. Go sing in the car. Take a walk in the park and listen to something. Um, maybe you're doing that and listening to this podcast right now. Um, but
1: so at the end of it, though, they need to then put on some of this music and actually let that seep into the cracks of our soul.
0: Absolutely. And don't just focus on the beat. You know, Focus mm, on the words. The I'm words. not a huge fan of these worship songs that, are the same five words over and over and over again. Um, Saint Augustine, to go back to him, was really big on words. And when he first, when music first started in the church, um, he wasn't really on board because it, he thought it was taking away from the, um, the liturgy and the the word. Mm. Um, and then further on, kind of changed his mind because of how moving music is and, and why can't the two come together. Um, so I I think it's important to focus on what is being sung and what is being said not
1: necessarily what is um man that's a sick beat bro (laughs) you know i don't know if anyone's going to say that so well here's one way that i have found that to be true for me to start focusing on the words is to 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 listen to the songs that i I find quite meaningful and i listen to them repetitively Mm -hmm. the the repetition helps create a groove in my brain yeah so that i get past the music and into the words when I hear a song for the first time, I'm really just focusing on maybe the melody or how, how to join my voice into that song. Right. Um, let me ask you though, so one, re- repetition, but two, a question that comes up here to me is, um, would you encourage folks to listen with earbuds, headphones, or on some kind of speaker so they can hear it? Because like, I, I think with, I have headphones on, I don't hear myself as much, and so I'm less conscious, self-conscious. Oh, to sing along. If I'm going to sing, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's it's a great point to, to have headphones on. Then you're not really listening to yourself, but you're engaging in the music. Um, and then in turn, hopefully engaging with God. What is cool about the speaker is that if you're at home with your family, you can mm. share in this and you could all worship together. Um, maybe you're in the kitchen in the morning and you're drinking your coffee and you can put on some mm. stuff and, and, yeah. uh, and listen to it with the family. Um, and again... Maybe not all of you are great at singing, but it it does come back to that. You know, if we're all in this together, maybe um, one of you is louder than the other one and you can fit into that sound. And as long as it's all together, that's what really matters.
1: I love the idea also that you are um, setting up these worship tracks, these worship sets for us to download and to listen to. And I would love the idea that we're all listening to the same music at... or at 8 or 10 on Sunday morning so that even though we're not together, we are in some kind of worship with the saints who are uh, all putting their attention on Jesus at that moment. So that though you may be home and I'm at home, it's okay. We're still doing some of the similar stuff. It won't feel the same to me. No. It won't. And I'm grieved over that. But And it shouldn't. Amen it shouldn't any cautions
0: Um, just don't let it become about you how would you do that Um, intentionality and authenticity
1: but how would it become about me oh what, um, what would be the pitfall here
0: don't let it don't let yourself be confined to a certain song or a certain time or okay. a certain space Okay. Um, let it be organic
1: okay i would also add uh, trying to um, if you're just starting out on personal worship trying to do that and mow the yard probably about it no not gonna happen mm-hmm. now once you get used to personal worship right it happens spontaneous all over the place right. while yeah. I'm cleaning the pool or while I'm out for a run or while I'm doing other chores that don't require my attention and I start listening to music I find myself in a worshipful space that I didn't expect to be in right. so I would say one don't try to if you're new to personal worship don't try to do two, the two things at once secondly I would say don't try to like have music worship music Christian music playing in the background while you are trying to read a book you can't right you're, that, you're, your that your your attention it's not it's not devotion time then it's about the
0: music and it's not about right
1: it. it's just classical music in the right. background and that's fine nothing wrong with classical music but it's not worship absolutely. right those are two cautions that I think of yeah. any other cautions that you might think of
0: have fun with
1: it Amen. it should be fun it should be fun yeah we should enjoy yeah, it absolutely it shouldn't be duty obligation. I don't want that. So you're going to put these songs together. You're going to tailor them for us based on where we're at right now. And then, um, you're going to try to help us draw our hearts closer to Jesus. For sure. Thank you. I look forward to this gift that you are giving us. Any other words of advice you want to give, uh, our, our people? No, that's okay. That's fine. This is great. Uh, Again, uh, thanks for listening to this first podcast, the uh, first of the uh, coronavirus podcasts. <laughs> um, would love to hear more from you. If you uh, haven't already, please subscribe to these podcasts. But if you have questions uh, or comments that you would like to ask about worship, feel free to email me at jonathan@graceocala.org at Or Adam, what's your email? Adam at
0: graceocala.org.
1: And uh, if you have ideas for other podcasts that you would like to hear about, we would love to hear those ideas. Feel free to email us at either of those or call the church, which, of course, is 352-622-7881. We are praying for you. We are believing that God is with us. Uh, There's no reason to doubt that. This is new. This is different. And we're going to be okay. So we have to continue to put our attention where it needs to be. And that, of course, is on the Lord. So God bless you guys.
0: Thanks for listening. For more exclusive Grace Church content, subscribe to this podcast and stay up to date on our website for new postings. God bless.